Hey, what's up? Thanks for joining me. I have something really, really beautiful today. Um, when we talk about brokenness, we automatically attribute it to so many different experiences in our lives. We remember um, how some things happened, how some situations happened, how some circumstances happened, and we remember how we felt. We remember um, the impact that these things had on us, on our lives, and 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 we attribute that to being broken. I want to talk about this in the context of how God uses broken things and share a little bit about my own um, journey of brokenness. Um, God doesn't like to use things that are not broken. In my own experience, God loves, God likes broken things. And um, I find that when God brings you to a place where you're broken, you um, you become pliable in His hands. All right, you become usable. You become more useful, so to speak, in God's hands. And um, let me just say this while we begin: you will agree with me that. Um, Whenever we are going through something that God has allowed and God intends to use to break us and something that God wants to use to, 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 to allow him to do what he wants to do through us um, as he has planned in, in our lives and, and in his purpose for us as, as we go through all of those things it's so easy to protest it's so easy to uh, to feel like god doesn't care like god doesn't love us and uh like god is mean if you know what i mean you know um but we need to understand that there's a lot of reference in the bible that helps us understand that being broken can actually be um, a working of God and it is actually God's habit so to speak as we relate to him in our lives Um, let me just go through a few instances in the Bible just for us to set the ball rolling now of course most of us don't know that God likes to use broken things. You know? When you have a broken cup in your kitchen, most likely you're going to throw it away because you don't need it. When you break a vessel, when you break something, us people tend to throw away the things that are broken because we don't use them and we don't need them anymore because they are broken. But it is not the same way with God. God rarely 
uses anything until it breaks it first. Think about that. So, um, while we throw away broken things, God likes to break something first before he uses it. It kind of works like the other way around, if you know what I mean. Um, he never uses us until we are broken. David said in Psalms, the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. These, O oh God, you will not despise. This is Psalm 51 and verse 17. I've, I've got to tell you, some of us are not being used by God because we've never been broken. We've never been broken by God. And we wonder why God is not using us to the level. Or he's not using us in the way that we would want him to use us. I think it's important to know that if you are going to be used by God, there's a price that you'd have to pay. Genuine authenticity and genuine relationship and being genuinely used by God is not just something that comes or that happens without any form of effort and sacrifice on your part. You, you cannot be used by God and you've so held on to yourself without allowing him to be God you know hmm. so if God breaks you and you become broken bread and poured out wine he will use you as simple as that another instance in the Bible that we remember is that God took a little boy's lunch and broke it and fed the multitudes God took the little boy's lunch. He broke it and he fed the multitudes. What he did what did he do first? He broke the little boy's lunch and then after he broke it, then he fed it to the multitudes. He broke it first. Are you willing to be broken first? before you are set to be received by the multitudes. It is not that I'm creating a doctrine here. I'm just using that, you know, as an example of something that Jesus did that I really believe can apply in our lives. Let me give you another one, okay? Just to quantify and solidify what I am sharing with you today. Mary took an alabaster box of ointment and broke it and lavished her love upon the Lord Jesus Christ. What did she do first? She broke it. And after she broke it, she lavished her love upon the Lord Jesus Christ. She broke it first and then she expressed herself um, at the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ. My goodness, um, I can 
talk significantly about this in in in, in so many aspects of our lives I, I, we can relate this to our worship towards god we can relate this to our act of service towards god we can use this to to talk about service towards others we can use this example to talk about um, even the character of Jesus even how it is to be authentic before him and and what true service true love true worship true admiration true desire we, we can use this to talk about sacrifice so many things can spring out of this but the main point i want to bring out here is that Mary took another basket box of ointment and broke it and lavished her love upon the Lord Jesus Christ. She broke it. Um Let me quote another verse for you by Jeremiah, the prophet Jeremiah chapter 4 and verse 3. It says, "Break up your fallow ground." and do not sow among thorns see you never have the crop the crop that you ought the crop that you want until you put the plow in how are you going to harvest how are you going to have the crop how are you going to have the harvest that you want in your life without breaking the ground without preparing the ground the ground has to be broken so it can be it can be prepared to receive the seed so there is a breaking that must take place not last not in the middle it must take place first Even the Lord Jesus Christ took the bread at the last supper and he said this is my body which is what which is broken for you Even Jesus's body was broken for you and me Wow people throw away broken things God uses broken things for his glory. I don't want to quote so many scriptures. I want to talk to you now. I want to talk to you about just a few things about this. Somebody may have done something wrong in your life, broken you. You may have gone through things that broke your life. You may have lost your sense of worth. You may have gone through difficult experiences growing up, raped, deserted, disappointed, whatever. And these things have left you broken. I want to let you know that you are in the perfect position to be used by God because God likes broken things. See, because you're broken, people threw you away. Because people come to you they get what they want you're broken they throw you away because they don't need you anymore 
But with God, it's the other way around. He likes to use broken things. You have already heard the examples that I've used, how that God would break something first. And how that when we are broken, we are at the perfect place to be used by him in a way that is glorious, mighty, and, 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 and magnificent. Think about it. Let me ask you a few questions. What are the broken things in your story? Write down three broken things in your story right now. Just write them down. The first three that come to your mind. And have you seen God even use what is broken in your life? I'm assuming you have had an experience with God for you to answer this. If you have not, I want you to rephrase this and say, I would love God to use these broken things in my life. I know how it feels to be thrown away because you are worthless in the eyes of people. You know, because as human beings, we don't tend, let me, let me say, we don't attribute any value to something that we consider broken and we are thrown away and done away with. But it's not really the same way with God. God has a way of using your brokenness for his glory. I want to give you some of the reasons why God does this. I'll give you some reasons why, as men, why we do this, why we get rid of the things that are broken, and I want to tell you why God prefers broken things. Let's start with us. The reason why we discard the things that are broken is because they are of no use to us. We feel that they will not serve us anymore. We feel that they will not add any value to us. This comes down to how we define value. What we consider important. What we deem as needful or better or necessary in comparison to other things so when i have something and it is broken in, in my own understanding in my own ability to use it it cannot fulfill its function so i will throw it away and buy another one just like men throw away girls because they don't need them anymore just like women leave guys because they don't need them anymore because that guy no longer has a job so he can no longer meet your financial needs, so you don't need him. You throw him away and find somebody else. Just like you leave that girl because you've done your business and you don't need her anymore. So you all, you all just decide to go and pick somebody else because you feel that that other person no longer has value. You've done your business. That's how humans are. The Bible says that the heart of man is desperately wicked. And I, I, I want to break it to you this way. For as long as you're going to put your confidence and your trust in men, you're never ever going to be happy in life. Because you're going to be shifting from one trash can to the next trash bin to the next bigger trash bin because men have a way in which they define value. That way 
is a human way it's a manly way it's a sinful way in 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 our human nature as men by men i also mean women usually when the bible talks about a man it also makes reference to a woman we are only looking at the things that we can benefit from this person what's in it for me i mean how many times have you heard that um let's say you're trying to do something with somebody hey can you can you can you do this favor for me can you run an errand for me the first thing you hear them say is what is what's what's in it for me because all of us are more interested in what's what what's in it for us so this is why as 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 human beings we easily discard what we do not need it's simple but however with god it's different because while we throw away what we do not need God sees an opportunity to show himself mighty and strong in the thing that has been regarded as broken, unimportant, useless, worthless, dirty, unclean. God picks up what we consider useless, what we've thrown away, polishes it up, cleans it up with his blood, fills it up with his presence, fills you up with his spirit fills you up with himself and shows himself mighty and strong through you it's extremely important to god that his work leaves a signature a footprint it needs to have an id on it a blueprint on it that shows that this has been a working of god and not of man if you are a perfect unbroken human being and god did something miraculous in your life you are not going to attribute that glory back to god you're going to attribute it back to yourself there has to be weakness in our lives there has to be pain in our lives there has to be um struggle in our lives so that when we come to god like david said that the sacrifices of god are a broken spirit and a broken and contrite heart when we approach god with such brokenness such honesty such humility such repentance will be able to see heaven work through us and in us and when god pulls us out of that situation we will be able to attribute that glory to god and not ourselves It is this um for this reason that God says that do not put your trust in the arm of flesh but put your trust in God. Let me ask you a question. Who do you trust more having heard this little sermon? Do you trust man or do you trust God? There are so many things that God might have told you to do but because you want to appeal to your friends because you want to please your family because you want to please your peers you disobey god but when they throw you outside when they get rid of you when they don't need you anymore you are the quick person the fastest person to run back to the god that you disobeyed to the god that you threw away my point is this we have to let what is priority become priority 
we love our friends we love our families but we must never let how we feel about other people what other people say to us what other people mean to us determine whether we are going to obey god or not honestly you shouldn't care what anybody thinks when it comes to what god wants you to do and you must be able to stand firm and obey the voice of god in my short years of living on earth i've come to learn just how disappointing <laughs> men can be it's draining i've i've it's funny <laughs> boss people can disappoint you people can mess you up same day twice the same people we put our utmost trust in the same people we believe in so much the same people we depend on, depend on so much will be the first one to give us a blow by blow will be the first ones to stab us in the back I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen people say this today and say the exact opposite the following day. I've seen I've I've seen people do this today and do the exact opposite the next day. I've seen people today tell me I went to umuntu wanga iwe. You know, I've seen chicks um t- tell me you're my right or die you know i've i've heard guys tell me ah you ndio mtu wanga iwe mfana wanga ndio mfana wanga iwe i've seen people say man of god um we will always support you and be there for you you know i've seen them even give me <laughs> big titles zabusa eh you know <laughs> Uh, bishop archbishop <laughs> they will call you all these names and they will assure you of their support and their presence and their love and their devotion to what you do and the same ones become the same people who goes like ah jen mamuna chabe imwe ndi mamuna chabe looks at you from your feet to your head and says and and they say you are nothing I've seen them I've 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 gone through situations whereby you trust people you know you depend on them for this and then they just come back and and they tell you to say same mouth same tongue you know ladies and gentlemen I whether you accept this or you don't accept it you are not going to make it without God God is not a is not a luxury in your life. God is your salvation. God is not bling bling in your life. Jesus is not your your how can I put this? Jesus is not your swag. It's cool, you know, to have that Jesus swag on. But I'm talking about this in terms of his working in your spirit. He's not your swag. Jesus is your life. Jesus is your survival here on earth. 
I know maybe some of you will just go like, ah, this guy is too religious. Why would he go through all of this just to say all of this? It is because I have personally seen it in my life. I've seen it. I've compared how that... Okay, let me put it this way. The deepest pain I have faced in my life has been my own doing. How do I say so? Or why do I say so? The how part is that this pain has come in my life or came in my life because I placed men where I should have placed God. That's the deepest pain. Take a moment. Think about something that, that happened in your life. Something that was really, really significant and hurting to you. You're going to agree with me that to some degree you had something to do with it. Because you trusted in what in someone you should have trusted in. You were naive. You listened to someone you shouldn't have listened to. You 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 made a bad choice okay so that's the how part so these problems and these challenges that i faced in my life have been significantly most of them have been because of my own doing now it's one thing to make a decision it hurts you and go back and make the same decision and it burns you again and you make the same decision and it burns you again that's a pattern that is unhealthy for you but here's the other thing that i have learned i have never ever once relied on jesus and be disappointed never yes i have gone through things i've gone through trials i've gone through my own share of um, challenges and all but god has been there in the midst of that. I'm not talking about something you hear in church, which is great. I'm talking about a personal experience. I've proven, I have proof that Jesus Christ is real. I've got proof that he's alive. I've got proof that he does miracles. I've got proof that he can heal, he can deliver, he can set free. And I also have proof that he's God. He is not a force, he is not a prophet. He is God. He is equal with God. Not just because it is biblically correct, but it is also experientially correct. Because the way I experience um, Jesus in my heart, the way I feel his working in my spirit, the way I've seen him perform his works in my life is equal to the way I have performed um, my service to him by the grace of God. It is equal. It is equal in the sense that I've been able to do things that I couldn't that I couldn't do in my own strength. It is equal to how God the Father himself has revealed his son to us. It is equal. And God says, the greater things shall you do, you know, than the things that I do. And this is all by the grace of God. You cannot continue to live a life where you keep on depending on man, where you keep on depending on men, where you keep on depending on people that you know very well are just like you, human. If you want wisdom for life, you have to turn to God. Look, some of us don't want to waste our lives. 
some of us have got honestly some of us have got no time to deal with situations that are taking us backwards we want to grow in god we want to know jesus and we want to enjoy the quality of life that he provided when he died honestly i don't re- i don't have the time to to start focusing on things that are not jesus related or things that don't draw me closer to him listen i understand we are human we are growing we are becoming like jesus uh, growing in the full stage of christ but honestly i i have no time to go through things that are pull me, pulling me back from that process i want to grow i want to become better i want to overcome my fears i want to overcome my struggles i want to be like jesus so if you are in my life and you are not helping me in that process honestly i don't need you i'm i'm just being straight i don't i don't need you look time is moving life is going ahead time doesn't wait for me it doesn't wait for you at one point god is going to ask us what did you do with the time that i gave you did you love me did you serve me or were you just too busy moving around pleasing people when are you ever going to just make a stand for jesus when are you going to make a stand for what you believe in you know when are you going to allow yourself to be broken first before god so to wrap this up i want to make mention that brokenness has to take place first in order to be broken you're losing something that you value for god you are saying to jesus to say i love this i love my heart i love my life i love who i am i love what i have but break it you are surrendering it you are telling jesus to say but you are more valuable than what i have than what i am just like the alabaster box that was expensive ointment that mary broke at the feet of jesus she placed her value on jesus according to her i can imagine she felt he is someone worth breaking this on when we look at the little boy's lunch the lunch was valuable to the boy but god broke it fed the multitudes there's so many things we can pick out from this if if you allow yourself to be broken by god if you give value and god breaks it you are actually going to find that a lot of other people are going to be affected by that let's let's look at this when the boy's lunch was broken multitude were multitudes were fed so others received a blessing out of a small boy's sacrifice when mary uh, uh, took the alabaster box of ointment and broke it and lavished her love upon jesus christ this, the, the 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 fragrance filled the room and others were affected by it it is it is the same in your life if you allow your life to be broken you're going through this and god is breaking you you need to understand that 
it is it is also not just for your development but for the benefit of others for others to benefit and for others to see god and i can tell you that that is a fulfilling way to live your life because while some of us may not even be heard by the whole world we can influence the people that god has put in our sphere and if god can use my brokenness to impact the life of another then that is that is purpose isn't it that is me getting getting closer to destiny that is me living a life according to the way that god wanted me to live god doesn't want you to live a life that is purely centered on yourself God wants you to live a life that is broken, that is empty, that is humble, so that he can use you to bless others. And last thing I want to mention is that look, as human beings we are too much of ourselves, you know? We want to receive admiration. We want to receive recognition. We want to receive pats on the back. We want people to acknowledge us. We want people to validate us. We want people to say ai we we nichigadi you know you and we ai we ndio mamuna you know you are the man you are the girl you got this you know you are happening you're trending we want to be the center of attention but you see brokenness doesn't quite work well with that Okay, God doesn't quite work well with that because God wants to break that so he can become the center of attention. God wants to break that so other people can receive a blessing, can be blessed, can be fed, can can receive the anointing. Because if you talk about the oil here, there's so much you can talk about the spirit of God, you can talk about the anointing. When God breaks you, that bottle is that anointing is released. That's what happens when if you look at the alabaster box here that Mary broke at the feet of Jesus I'm seeing you being broken so that an anointing is released for the multitudes to receive for the multitudes to be affected by um that's why I this this is just me I have an issue with men of God who want to be the center of attention who claim they are the men of god who claim there are there are the elite of the prophets who claim that they are the special ones you know but we see from scripture that god places no um God doesn't place a man to be the center of attention God places himself as the center of attention using man as a vessel so as a child of God if you want to be closer to God you have to connect yourself with men of God with people of God who are determined to make God become the center of attention because those people are broken that's the difference between a man of god who has gone through 
a process of brokenness and a man of god who hasn't man of god who hasn't you, you understand what i mean because if you're a man of god and god has broken your heart god has broken your alabaster box god has broken your your lunch box to feed others if you are that man of god never shall you desire to put yourself as the star never will you put yourself out there to be the center of attention your heart won't even allow you why because you are so entangled with god you are at the feet of god you don't even count yourself worthy why because all that you had that used to puff itself up to fill itself up to 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 make itself look like it's 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 the it thing is no longer there to put it in another way you are a corpse and you are dead so how can a dead person become the shining light you've become a slave a bond servant of god and you find fulfillment and joy and happiness and satisfaction in making sure that you're playing an active role in making Jesus become the star that's where your fulfillment comes in when you mention Jesus your heart becomes excited your heart becomes glad not so a seed Mm-mm. this is listen i don't want to be controversial Sowing a seed is biblical, but we need to understand that it is done in the context of a relationship with Jesus. It is done in the context of Christ being the center. People need to know that I am giving to the expansion of God's kingdom and that my blessings are not just, you know, dependent on what i do i am blessed because of because of who i belong to you know i've got jesus in me and if i've got jesus in me i have everything so people give from abundance people give from joy people give from happiness and never shall you condemn a person because they haven't given it is an act of love it is an act of service it is something that they give because in their heart they're able to know and they're able to feel that um, i'm advancing the work of god we not only give money but we give gifts talents time all those things so being broken is an act of god and i'll give you a challenge if there are some people that you follow some preachers some men of god that you follow look at the scriptures that i've given you and make a judgment yourself is this man broken or not it is the easiest way to 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 decipher and to 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 to, to help you differentiate between a genuine one and 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 someone that is not genuine children of god are broken by god and when they are broken by god they don't want any attention drawn to themselves they are okay and they are happy and they are content making jesus as their attention why 
because their happiness does not come from other people's validation their um, happiness satisfaction and fulfillment doesn't come by the praises of social media and it doesn't come from them becoming trendy their fulfillment comes on the fact that Jesus is blossoming on the inside of them and they don't need all of that so where they are at home in their own private spaces they are fulfilled at the inside of them in the inside of them and when they come out to work when they come out to preach online when they come out to sing online they are doing all of that out of their abundance of the private experience that they have with Jesus so they don't, they don't care about your validation they don't care about how you put them on the pedestal they don't care all of that because that doesn't make them as happy as they feel when they are by themselves with the Lord their focus is to glorify Jesus and to make him as Lord you need to know what your priorities are in your life for me social media is not enough to make me happy it is not enough to excite me it is not enough to make me feel good about myself and and if you must know i am an introvert you know and i like my private space so i'm only coming out like this because i've got something i think you should hear but i'm not here for followers honestly you know that's not my problem god will send this message out to who he wants um, that message to be heard what i do want is for you to hear him but this whole social media thing doesn't make me um feel better about myself because i already have something better privately with god so i encourage you analyze brokenness allow brokenness to go through your life because then you are allowing a level of authenticity in your life I've never done a podcast in a while. I just thought of um sharing these things with you till the next time. I appreciate your time. Thank you.